live with the 2020 Experience Podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. If you would like to watch for full effect, you can follow us on YouTube at 2020 Fitness. Enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 725 of the 2020 Experience. This is just the first one that we've uh, filmed and recorded. So uh, we've been doing this for a long time and uh, we wanted to take the opportunity to... um, Put, put something down and, and start to document it. Um, this episode is sponsored by no one. <laughs> no one. So so if you know anybody that wants to sponsor these episodes, we'd love to have you. Um, but but our first guest uh, that we brought on here, um, Jeremy's going to introduce him, um, but it's it's myself. Yeah, no, it, John Raleigh. Yeah. John Raleigh. So we, 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 instead of trying to rein somebody in, uh, we're, we're, we're getting a roll with a proof of concept, and uh, I'm going to let Jeremy grill me, um, and we'll just take it from there. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, basically trying to figure out more about people. Uh, like, we have a ton of different people in the gym and people that we'd love to bring in. So, like, the whole goal is like, let's just talk about life and stuff. And I think a lot of people know who you are and uh, see you around all the time, but they don't really know who you are. What the so, heck I do all day? What the heck? Well, what the heck you do all day? And like, the background of like where you came, like, how did you even get to the, this point? Like, what are some, like, like, some core things that brought you to like this point of the gym yeah I mean it it goes back to you know when I was in school um, I wanted an excuse to not have to party so I I started uh, I started in this cycling club and I go ride Saturday morning so that I could I could get a kind of an easy way out on Friday night like guys I gotta get up early and go for a ride so nobody would give me a hard time so the the health the health trend started way back then and um and, and since then, you know, I've, I've gone a bunch of different routes. I did, you know, did triathlons, did Ironmans, did marathons, did, was a vegan for a couple of years, was a vegetarian. Like, uh, for a couple of years, I only ate peas on Mondays and apples on Tuesdays as like a way to recover. And so I've tried. I've is tried, that a joke or is that serious? That's dead serious. I, like I peas? eat two bags of frozen peas, like on we Monday. feed a Duke. I, li- I literally would put a bag of uh, Cascadian Farm organic peas in my um, in my backpack and I'd eat they're delicious and I'd eat them eat them throughout Frozen. the day well, yeah but you love they, yeah, they, 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 defrost, they defrost yeah alright so, so anyway I've tried a whole bunch of crap is, is, is the bottom line and to make a very um, <laughs> a short story long it it evolved from trying to Im- improve where I was at yeah. and and basically I tried the Ironman thing as a way to be in the best shape of my life and brought some other people along for the ride trained some people while I was skiing in Colorado and uh, found that my body was just wearing out it was just, I was blowing tires here and there and knees and hips and shoulders and and um, so then, you know, I heard of this guy called Brian McKenzie. He was doing this CrossFit endurance thing. And so I tried this workout. It was my first real CrossFit workout was uh, an eight, um, eight 200s on the 92nd. So you do, two, you do a 200 meter sprint, you know, so take, yeah. you know, taking less than a minute, you know, say 45 seconds. You rest and you do another one, eight rounds. And I've, I felt like I was going to 
die. I was going to die. Even after all your Iron Man training. Yeah, but you're not. You're not doing. You're not doing any intensity. I, I could go out for an eight mile run, barely get my heart rate above 140, 150. Yeah. You know, I'm in my I'm in my heart rate zone. Uh, but I couldn't handle the the extremes. I couldn't do a pull up. You know, could barely do push ups. So then I quickly morphed over because Britt didn't want me to do any more Ironmans. Yeah. I wanted to do an Ironman. And uh, so I started training the, the CrossFit methodology and then then uh, started training my friends' girlfriends and then started training other friends and then it just then it just kind of evolved. And then when we moved to Kansas City a little over five years ago, we just we just started in the garage and we just kind of kept it rolling. Our, our first clients, uh, several of them are right right over here actually. Uh, yeah. uh, we're all in their in their mid fifties. And the cool thing about CrossFit and like kind of the, the evolution that I've seen is it's it's not just for like it's not just for like young young puppies. No. Um, the the meth, you know the movements that maybe you're seeing in the background here a little bit. Yeah, everybody needs to be able to do this stuff. Uh, you know, pull stuff, push stuff, lift stuff, get your body off the ground, pull it, pull your body weight up. And uh, you know, I think what what we've what we've seen with with CrossFit is like when we started, you know, a little over five years ago, it was like the squats and burpees, push ups and pull ups, and we found some other tools now and uh, different types of training to to continue to move the bar. So the goal when I started was to to get better you know better today than I was yesterday yeah. and that evolution has still has a long way to go <laughs> I mean we're just way. we're just getting started yeah so, so what's what's one of the big things um, do, have you I taken, love your voice by the way oh yeah I want to make sure the, that everybody that's not just, just my so phone deep. talking voice that's, your, that's my podcast voice podcast voice that is my, my normal everyday voice yeah um so like have you taken is there like one thing that you have still taken from all of that that Iron Man training and been able to apply to the CrossFit side? Well, I think the the main benefit to all that I call it nonsense now, but I don't I don't regret doing it. It was a, it's a nice, you know, kind of notch in the belt, but I know what pain is. Yes. I mean, not really. Not real pain. This is like, this is pain that you paid, you paid $750 to do this race and you're going to do it. Yeah. That's not like, that's not real pain. That's not real survivor pain. But um, you, there's some pain. There's yeah. some pain involved in it. It's, it's interesting looking down at your watch, knowing that you've been working out for eight hours. And you're about to start a marathon. <laughs> yeah, you're starting a marathon at eight um, hours. At eight hours. So, because I've definitely heard like some people have been like, "Man, when John's working out, he just has like a like a zone about him." And they're like, "What is he thinking about? Like, what are you thinking about when you're working out? Do what you do think I think about, about anything? anything? I usually numbers, numbers, numbers. So, 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 like, if you want to talk about the Ironman, which I'm happy to talk about, but I'm happy also <laughs> to not talk about it. Yeah. Um, all you're thinking about is numbers. The whole time. All right, so I'm averaging 18, 19 miles an hour. If I average this for the next two hours, I'll cover 40 miles. And Okay, and then, and then you swipe that away, and then you're like, okay, every 15 minutes, I need to be drinking eight ounces of fluid. It's 72 degrees. Like, you're just constantly doing doing yeah. math in your head. So now How do you apply that here? Same. So, so this minute, I got 20. I got 20. Next round, I think I can probably get 22. I'm going to conserve. You know, I'm just like completely honed in on like the task at hand. And I think it's that, you know, the one step in front of the other, which is what makes the workout not hurt so much. Yeah. And I think when people think about like, oh, my legs are blowing up or my shoulders or whatever, I'm just thinking about like numbers. Like numbers, like <laughs> right, let's like, do one more. I gotta get, yeah. you know, I gotta get five this set. I gotta get seven, or I think I can go. I can know I can do eight and seven. It's just, just counting numbers. I mean, it sounds really boring, but 
Yeah. And it, you know, you're not thinking about the music. You're not thinking about just nothing. You're just thinking about just, numbers. Just thinking about numbers. Just numbers. Yeah. Head down. Yeah. How about how about something that you held to be like true in training? We'll talk just training right now, but like something you held to be true in training that you were like, no, this is the way it is, training or nutrition, and you completely change that. Yeah, I think well, it's the methodology of going long. You know, I, I you know, the yeah. longer the workout, the better, right? Yeah. The, the more you keep your heart rate up, the better. And and what I've what I have, I still have a hard time learning, even though I know the science and I know the facts behind it, and I have the data to prove it on my own body. Is in, short and hard is better. Yeah. But long and moderate is really fun. Yeah. And that state of euphoria or that that runner's high that one gets is. Uh, you know something that a lot of people are after, but I think we we don't know, and I'm I'm on the same train. We don't know that that's really bad for us. Yeah, that steady state cardio, doing that 45 minutes to an hour, and again, I will reiterate, I really enjoy that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it doesn't hurt as bad. It doesn't I mean, hurt. As you bad. do something that takes five minutes, and you feel like you just crushed your soul. Right. Who right. wants to do that? Even though that's right. where all the gains are made. Right. Yeah. So so I think that that's that's still something I'm I'm working through, and I think. You know, politically for for the gym, it's people want to come in and just like work, 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 mm-hmm. work, and they want to do an hour long workout. Uh, that's what they want, but it's not really what we need. Yeah, no, not what we need at all. We need right. we need the high intensity. Right. Now, talking like politically with the gym, kind of switching gears here. Like, you have a uh, a daily routine that is just as intense I feel as your workouts I mean talk about whoop and strain load yeah my my strain load on days that I like I didn't don't even work out I didn't work out yesterday I think I got up to like a 17 or something like that for you whoop users (laughs) you don't know what a whoop is that's too much John's an ultimate whooper that's too much whoops that 17 strain like what what is your daily routine I mean like that morning what, what do you, when do you start? What do you do? And like, yeah. how did it evolve from there? Because I know it didn't start where it is now. No, no. So it started, so when we first had, when we had classes in the garage, it was five, we started class at 530 mm-hmm. and I would wake up at about 520. Oh, nice. I'd wake up at 520, I'd splash water on my face, like snap out of it real quick, throw clothes on. Then I would go down into the garage and program the workout. At 525. Well, like 522. Yeah. 523, something like that. <laughs> I would go down. I'd, I'd program the workout. And then by about 525, people would start showing up. And I'd be finishing, like, writing writing the workout on the board. And then, and then class would start. And I, like, wouldn't know the warm-up. But I'd just, like, you know, I'd just wing it. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it worked. It worked. It worked fine because I, I have some sort of idea the night before or whatever. Yeah. But um, so that was, you know. And then I coach. I'd coach three classes in the morning, and then I go to go to work, and then you know do the same thing in the evening. And uh, that's a really frantic way uh, um, to to kind of live live your day. And I wasn't doing any sort of self development. I wasn't. I wasn't building. I yes. It, you know, doing doing the coaching is is a great is great practice. Uh, I got a lot of reps in. I got a lot of, yeah. lot of, you know, very iterative process. Try stuff doesn't work. Hope to God they come back tomorrow so I get to try it again, you know. And then um, thank goodness people kept coming back. But um, you know, over, over the years it's, it's moved back a little bit. And then when we went to Metcalf, I had to get up a little bit earlier, and then I started to be an adult and shower in the morning. 
actually brushed my teeth, and uh, then we started to program a day ahead of time. So we really got we really got advanced, and we were putting stuff on the website. So it was like I, I made it public, like what the workout was going to be. It was kind of nice when we didn't do that because I could just be like, "Yeah, I don't want to do that," and just just change it. Nobody would know. Um, so so then I was getting up about five. Leave the house at 5.15, get to the gym at 5.20, open up 10 minutes ahead of time. Yeah. Long story short, now I um, now I, I get to the gym at 5, I get up at 3.45. And so what, you got like an hour and 15 minutes of... Yeah, and what I do with the, the first 15 minutes of the day, it's I call it my, my 3 by 5 I do three things that I that mostly over get, looked, uh, get overlooked or things that I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And so, like, right now, my, my three are... I, I do my push-ups. So I'm doing three. Uh, either I'll do a being 2020 workout, which is the five minute AMRAP of, of uh, burpees and lunges or mountain climbers and just body, weight stuff, just body weight stuff on my kitchen floor. Yeah. Like while my coffee is heating up, I like, perfect. I just do it right there. You don't, you don't need anything. You, you find that wakes you up really quickly or is yeah. that just like something that's I, I, I just, in gross, the, I just have to do it. Yeah. Today I enjoyed it. I think yesterday I was like, this sucks. I don't want to be doing this, but it gets the wheels moving. So I, so I do that. Then I, um, I go down, go downstairs, play the piano for five minutes. Just, I'm, I've been working on practicing the piano and I'd never practice ever. So the last couple of weeks, that's been my five minute chunk. Yeah. It doesn't wake anybody up. No, it's down in the basement. It's a little crappy keyboard. Uh, right. Shout out to you, Britt. <laughs> Happy birthday. That's her birthday present. Yeah. Worst birthday present ever. Hey, honey, uh, I got a, got a piano. We're going to learn how to play. And you're going to totally, that's like getting a, like, at least not any woman, but her, like getting her golf clubs. Yeah. Like, you're going to be my golfing buddy now. Come on, let's go do this. It'll be a blast. So I do that, and then I try and read. And, and, um. And what are you reading right now? What's your, your five in the morning? So read? I do, um, um, um. Actually, this anatomy app that you gave me, I kind of count that as reading. I've been doing that. And I also have this book called Gut. It's just about the digestive health. So it's, it's kind of, it kind of goes over the story of, of how the whole system works and how we, you know, we take, we take our brain seriously. We take our heart seriously, but our digestive system, we're kind of like, yeah, it just like goes in here and it kind of goes out there, but there's a lot, there's a lot more to it. So that's not a book that I want to be like, oh, it's just like a page turner. Yeah. So I, I read that in the morning. Yeah. I do the crappy, the crappy stuff, yeah. you know, in the morning, get out of the way. Did you get that three by five from anybody or did you just, did you just come up with that? I got it from Wendler. All right. What is it, Mike Wendler? What's Wendler's, Wendler's first name? Jim Wendler. Is it Jim the Wendler? Five, yeah. Three, one, the yeah. Yeah. Oh, so three, three, a, three sets of five. Yeah. <laughs> three sets of three five minutes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so applying that fitness yeah. to uh, personal development. Yeah, because uh, you know, one thing you notice is uh, we set timers for everything. You set a timer for a warm up. You set a time for strength. You set a time for a, a, a metcon or whatever. Yeah. So I just I like to you know Jason Kleepa does the whole AMRAP mentality, and I, I love doing that at the computer too. I'll set a. 20 minute timer for something I don't want to work on. Yeah. And I know I just need to get in and just go for 20 minutes. Another zone. Uh, so I find that the timer, you know, I'll be sitting there. So that first, the first five minutes of my day is the hardest part. Cause I don't want to do that workout. Yeah. I just look at my watch and I just press start and something happens. Yeah. Cause now I'm on, I'm on the hook. Yeah. And as soon as you set that timer, it's like, well, shoot. Now I got to just got to go. Yeah. On time. All right. Yeah. So that's the first 15 minutes of your hour left that you still, before you get to the gym. Yeah. It, sometimes it's 15 minutes. Sometimes it's 10 minutes. 
But sometimes it's tw- today was about 20 minutes. I spent uh, took me like eight minutes to do my push-ups. I was getting really bluesy with my breathing. Uh, and then I did I did like eight minutes playing the piano. And then I, I was actually listening to a book this morning. And uh, I'll tell you about the gut part in a second. But I was listening to a book and it got to a good part. And I just kind of rolled with it a little bit. So I've got the reason I, I wake up at, at 345 Whatever your time is, so say say you got to be somewhere at eight a.m. Yeah. So that, that's like you waking up at six forty-five. Yeah. But I've got it. I'm solo in the morning. I don't have I don't have Brit. I don't have Duke. Like even Sally's still asleep. So I'm like in my complete own little world. It's the only time of the day where I get that. So that that might be different in other households where if you have to be at work at eight and you get up at six forty-five, the kids are up too. You got everything else you got to do. Still. So you got to dial dial that back a little bit. Yeah. So. So uh, from there, it's you know, it's get get coffee ready. It's it's uh, it's then I try and sit down and spend like fifteen or twenty minutes in planning to plan the day out. What, what do I need to do? What did I do yesterday? Uh, take a take a look at what my goals are. What you know? What are the you know that three by five mentality? What are the you know two or three things or, or two or three minute tasks that I can do for each thing that I'm working on? Just to just yeah. to keep everything rolling forward. And you know that takes me till like. 440 and then I take a shower get ready and, and call it a day yeah it's up now that so when you're writing everything down I know you used to use a like just a uh, like a, just a sheet of paper yeah and then you started using a, a journal yeah um, has that been the journal has been yeah somebody told me about this uh, somebody told me about this best self journal yeah and uh it's a game changer because it, it just kind of holds you accountable. On one side, it's like your calendar, like what, what do you what do you have throughout the day, and the other side is like, you know, uh, what are you grateful for? What lessons have you learned? What are your top threes? And yeah. I think it's helped me prioritize because you know the word priority is a singular word, yeah. yet we make it a plural word. Uh, priorities, like you can't have multiple priorities. You got yeah one at a time. So that that kind of helps me if I do if I do anything today. To make it a successful day, what are the one, two, or, or three things that I need to do? So, yeah. so it helps me lay it out. And then, you know, with that book, I have, you know, what my goals are and just kind of like a general outlook. Yeah. Um, it just helps kind of keep me focused day to day. So then you get to the gym, you start crushing classes. Yeah. <laughs> start, start crushing classes. And then uh, what is the remaining, like, so What do you thinks, do? Yeah, what do you do? Because I mean, question. you only have classes till 930 and then you have yeah. all this dead time till noon. It's not like just you're probably time. just working out the whole time, right? Doing yeah. push-ups and curls. Yeah, and that's what people think. Yeah, you work out all day. I mean, Just all day. Long. day. I, I so I was in. So be, before I got into into the fitness business, I was in IT consulting and I worked at a computer all day. Yeah, I got my old job back. <laughs> Just, I'm, I'm back. I'm back to the computer. So you know whether it's whether it's creating content, whether it's. Uh, you know, I spend I spend a good chunk, probably two hours a day, just meeting with staff, with, with our coaching staff, with our you know our office staff, and I think that's probably the most valuable time that I have or that I, that I spend is uh, just, just constant constant training, and then you know communicating with three hundred plus people. It's pretty much what I do. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. it's emails, it's texts, it's it's updating, you know, social social media, putting putting out content, um, you know, the you know, and then and then there's there's the, there's the financial aspect, the, the billing, the accounting. It's it's running a business. So there's a couple of things. Yeah. You there's a, there's a couple things throughout the day, and I I have a 
my the, the hardest part that I have is is stopping for 15 minutes. Yeah. Because like once once I get going, I'm just on, and that's what we were talking about earlier, joking about that strain is like I just go on a hamster wheel because I'm I'm so so in with what's happening. I just want to keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah. I need at some point throughout the day that that 15 minutes to kind of check out. And unfortunately, the, the guy who works in an office with the gym right here, I have a really hard time sneaking out there. Yeah. Because there's there's always something. There's always someone. There's there's always something else in front of us, and part of that is put on by me. Uh, in that, I I feel like we've got a good thing, but we got a long way to go. So it's it's consistent, or, you know, consistently driving our processes to get better and improving our meeting structures and all these things that we don't have to do because like things are pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. And we could just we could be fine and we could just let it go. But I think if we're gonna take it to the next level, it's like we we need that drive. So that's where my like. That's where my hamster wheel comes. Well, that comes behind like your entire uh, motivation for doing this, right? right? That once you say like, what? I mean, we've talked in the past. Like yeah. the goal is like to help. episode six hundred and thirty or yes. something like that. Yeah, yeah. At, at least, yeah. at least, like our goal or your goal has always been to help as many people as possible, right? right? And yeah. I mean, you can't do that if we're just staying stagnant. Because right. The stagnant we stay. Yeah, and, and I think with with helping, so you know, we you know we set out. It was like let's get some more clients, let's get some more clients, let's get some more people, and and we saw what was what was happening to to their families, and their families are getting healthier, yeah. and their friends are getting healthier, and you know, like the rising tide is kind of lifting all, so you know, bringing all ships up. Well, what I what I've kind of seen happen now with me is like. I I love helping our clients. Like that's still like like first well, not really first and foremost. Yeah. It's it's migrated now to helping our staff. Yeah. Is is our coaching staff prepared? So I can't if we're gonna have five hundred clients in, in multiple locations or a thousand clients in, in you know three or four locations, I can't be everything to everyone. And and that's that's been something that's that's a hard realization for me because like the ego inside is like like I want everybody to be my friend and I want everybody to like to look to me to help them yeah but if I do that and you know Brittany has experienced this then there's nothing left when I get home yeah like I can go go I can I can work from four until eight every day yeah oh for sure but there's nothing left no there's no human being at the end of the day so what I'm trying to do is create now you know we've got a great community of people so now it's it's really on me. It's like I think of like Indiana Jones, like, you know, I've I've been here to take care of everybody. Well now it's my job to take care of everyone who can take care of everyone else. And it's not like I'm like going anywhere. No. But in, in order for this to be scalable, in order for everybody to get the care and the you know, the, the coaching that they need, it needs to be you need to duplicate yourself. It needs to be transitioned. Yeah. So that's, you know, you ask what I do in a day. That's that's what you're trying to do. That's what I'm doing. And, and it's, so so yes, our clients are important. They they are everything to us. We're nothing without them. But I am nothing without our coaching staff. Yeah. And and we, you know, I, I, can, I can no longer coach eight classes, nine classes a day and do a couple on-ramps yeah. and run the business yeah. if Britt's going to stick with me. Yeah. So well, she, she did that for a couple <laughs> years and she's like, yeah, that box has been checked. Like, yeah. move. On. I'm, I'm glad you wrapped that up because I was going to ask, how does the real boss uh, handle all this? Yeah, she's. Yeah, I mean, she, yeah, she's she's the owner. She, yeah, yeah, she she runs it. She's it she's been our investor too. Yeah. In that, you know, any any money that the, the business made the, the first four and a half years was was shuffled right back into it, and you know she. 
she kept us afloat and, and kept us from from going in debt. But there wasn't it wasn't stress free. No, you know, because it's uh, it's been a you know it's it's hard on her where you know she she isn't the entrepreneur. She is now. She owns a business. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't her choice. Like I, I had a good job. Like she had a good job. Like we were like we're doing just fine. And and you tr- you drop that off. You drop off a great salary. And then and then now oh not only do you drop off a salary, but hey honey, I need I need like some money to buy some equipment. And I need you know what we're gonna be a little short this month because we you know we didn't grow as fast as we thought we did. We need some more money. Needs when you do that yeah. for a couple rounds of funding with your wife the relationship dynamic changes because you you're in love with this person you you, you married her because you want to spend your life with her you didn't marry her because she's your business partner no and so so she's done a really good job of that and in dealing with somebody who's like like entrepreneur i see this way that's how it's gonna go like why don't you see this yeah it's it's gonna end up just like this like it's right there in front of you what, what don't you get so i just keep like pounding she calls it steamrolling yeah where i just see it so clearly and then she is such a good check uh you know yin to my yang and that she's like no like take a deep breath like oh, hold on a second like <laughs> yeah. where where are you going with this and um so she's she's helped reel me in when I when I've needed it, but I've also I've I've pushed her also. So there's been really good give and take in that you know we 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 built something that that she wouldn't have built. We also built something way better than I could have built. And and you know I I would have probably way overextended. My my estimates were way way far Long out shot. there. Yeah, big, yeah. Uh, so. I think uh, it's been a really good balance, but it's I can't tell you that it's been stress-free. No. But there's lots of tears, lots of fights, lots of late nights, and, um, you know, for any any uh, any couples out there who start a business together, just, it's, it's, it's a struggle. It's, it's going to be, yeah. It's a, it's a struggle, and, you know, there's there's late nights, and there's, you don't leave a lot for yourself at the end of the day, so I think you have to have... You know, there there was there were really if we were dating, there were really easy moment, moments to be like, you know what, I'm gonna get a different place. Yeah. And let's see, you know what I mean? But but, but like when you commit, we're like, we're gonna do this and I love you and I'm gonna go to sleep tonight. <laughs> let's just love you know, versus like like you know, fighting, fighting, fighting. Uh but uh, you know, it's, it's still. I look back and I think, or I not look back. So we're still, we're still in the struggle. It's not like we're out anywhere. We're not you know, on the horizon or anything like that. But if you can stop for a second and and reflect, this is this is a fun time. So if you're in that struggle yeah. and you know you're not sleeping, you got a baby and you got all these things going on and you're working a bunch of hours, you will look back and go, man, that was that was cool. Yeah. Once you catch up on your sleep and you get healthy again. Um, He's, you're here, both of us. I got this sinus <laughs> thing, and he's got, he's got whatever young baby. Yeah. Uh, but we're all about getting healthy, getting healthy people. Uh, like, oh, it sounds so great. Um, but you know, when you get through that, it, you'll be like, man, that was that was really that was a great opportunity. So that's kind of the way I try and I try and think about it. And it's a lot a lot of times easier said than done. Yeah. But. Um, but I mean, yeah, I, 
looking, you know, looking back and thinking now, it's it's been a blast. And yeah. thank God she stuck with me. Oh, absolutely. You know, it wouldn't be what it is. Correct. Yeah. And well, well, to her credit, though, we it wouldn't even there won't be a gym. No. We went to a gym in Chicago, and I I, I, I was a member there for a period of time, and she, I said, "You gotta come. You gotta come. You love this. There's athletes. Like she was a college collegiate soccer player. Like she's the real athlete. I'm like a total wannabe. Yeah. And I'm like, you gotta you gotta come and check this out. She comes and totally like guys put shirt up that's fine you want to take your shirt up it's fine we don't do it here but she was like super uncomfortable like it was dirty I'm like no don't worry about that like it was a good workout yeah just work out and uh, so anyway she's like I don't want you to go there so anyway dropped my membership started training in our apartment and then you know basically I was like well she's not going to want to join any of these places that I would join so that's where the most shirt was yeah Nice. Yeah, so let's do it. Let's do it in the garage. Yeah, and we'll do it at home. And it's like, hey, honey, can I remember I bought a pink kettlebell? I think seventy-one dollars on Amazon. Are you cool if I buy this? So I bought a pink kettlebell and then started. You know, started did you start. put together like a, a presentation? I did. Yeah, we, in our in our apartment in Chicago. Pretty funny. I, I should probably pull it up at some point. It was a, a full-on PowerPoint presentation. I put it on the on the TV and like took her through step because this is what I was trying to talk her into getting a thousand bucks. Like on so, the TV, you didn't even do it on like on the screen on your computer. No, this is like <laughs> I'm standing here, she's standing there, and I'm like going over the. I mean, I was, uh, well, at the time, I mean, I'm asking, I'm asking for a thousand bucks. Yeah, like a thousand bucks, and I'm going to be gone for a weekend. Sounds like a great idea, right? Um, so I, yeah, I, I took her through the presentation, gave her my, you know, my business model and what yeah. what it would end up, what it would turn into, and and I told her that I already had a client signed up to pay me. Yeah. So the payback, you know, was five months on the on the level one. I'm like, so we're already break even, like things are going well, and she. She signed on. You're good at PowerPoint. Yeah. <laughs> Reluctantly, she signed on, and, and thank goodness for that. Yeah. So how how, how has all this changed uh, since having Duke? Because mm. that is, I it's mean, just, that's a big, that's a big life change right there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I would change at all. I don't know if I use the word change, but it's, it's purpose. Yeah. Like now, you know, so, so maybe I was motivated before, you know, been a motivated type, if you will. Yeah. But now it gives you now there's like purpose behind it. But what I can also say with honesty, it's not why I work. That right. that hasn't that hasn't changed. In that, you know, I still I, I'm not getting up every morning for him. No, I'm getting up every morning, and this sounds selfish. But I'm getting up for me. Yeah, and and because you know I'm I'm driven and I want to I want to do X Y and Z, but my check and my balance is. How does that affect the people I love? So, and I think, you know, any external force that you have, this is just my thinking, any external force that you have uh, is variable. Absolutely. 100%. Internal force is not variable. So it's, I'm always going to be there. Yeah. I'm always going to be here, you know, me ready to go. And then external forces are going to come at me. Some people are going to love me. You know what I mean? Other other people aren't going to jive. And, you know, if, if the if the power is coming from within, now I have this external force, and it's like this extra reason for what I'm doing. Yeah. So I, I find you know I wake up in the morning, not thinking oh, I got to wake up for Duke today to go provide for him or go provide for for Brittany, and yeah. you know I, I think of what what can I create, what what can I who can I help, what can I build, yeah. you know who can I motivate, and then I go okay that's that's one thought. 
how does that affect X, Y, how does that affect Brittany, how does that affect Duke, how does that affect our future kids, how, how does that affect our, our, our company, how does it affect our community, and if the answer is, you know, positive, 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 and I continue on that direction, it's really easy for me to, to get sidetracked is to wake up and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work all day because I'm, I'm driven and that's what I want to do and I'm super passionate about it and I'm, I'm going for it without thinking about how it's going to affect everybody else. Yeah. Is it making me the best person for for my fam- you know for my for my mom and my dad? Am I staying in touch with them? Well, no, because I'm so focused on this task at hand. Yeah. That, that's that's where I give give pause to kind of step back. Yeah. So you know, ha- has it changed things? Absolutely. I think it just it gives further further reason to focus on on why you're doing things and what the impact is. Yeah. No, I'd say that's like a like an amazing principle that you're definitely going to have to hand down to Duke. Like not everybody in the world has that. Like not even close to at least, especially from my generation of people of just those millennials. The millennials of the I'm drive. technically a millennial. Yeah, yeah. technically speaking. Small town millennial, I think, is we're, we were like a couple years behind. So I'm technically like older based on our access to media. Yes, content. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. What would be what would be two like two more things like either like books note note like fail safe books that you're gonna have him read growing up like multiple times. Yeah. Um. Or like or things that you wish you would have known that would have helped him. That's gonna help him in the future. Ooh, yeah. That's I, yeah. I think about that a lot because you're you're I mean you're responsible for him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have you have a like you know like so we have a dog. She's three years old. If she's bad. You know, there's a certain percentage of responsibility that falls on the owner. Yeah. And, you know, not that Duke is a dog, but, you know, there's a kind of response. There's a certain percentage of how he behaves <laughs> yeah. that we're responsible Represents for. Represents the Rowley family. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I, I don't I don't take that lightly. You know, with, with the reading, I, there's, I mean, there there's a million... Yeah. Million million books, but you know my my favorite go to of all time is just Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. Yeah, you know if you teach it, you know, if you teach someone to be likable, they can get a long way. They might not be the smartest, they might not you know have the skills, but if people really like them, they're gonna like give them a chance. Absolutely. And uh, so, so I think you know you know we tell. You know, people are like, "Oh, he's going to be so big and so strong." I'm like, I don't really care. Yeah. Like, is he nice? Like, do people like him? Yeah. And 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 not that like you know I want everybody to like me. I want everybody to like no. Is he genuine? Does he care about others? Yeah. And you know, if you're genuine, you care about others. I consider you a nice person. So I think that's that'd be the biggest thing that that you know from from a reading standpoint. I mean, I don't know. My, my list my list is pretty long, but. Yeah, are you winning friends and influencing people? Yeah. And and if you can accomplish that, I think especially in his generation, it's going to be a little different because skill sets aren't going to matter as much, in my opinion, because no. it's all right here. Yeah, you pull up on your phone, you hey, what year did this happen? Well, you don't need to know it. Look it up. Your phone does. And and that's just going to be that's going to get incrementally or, or not incrementally, but exponentially. Uh, you know, they're going to get more more complex in their question. You know, in their village. Cool. So, hey, what what do you think Jeremy would like for dinner? Yeah, like, and they're going to be able to pull that up, and they're going to know, like, based on our context, what we talked about, conversations we've had, podcast episodes. Yeah, you know what? Uh, what the is computer's going to be able to pull out context. So, the 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 leaders of tomorrow, or the the, the people, you know, your 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 dukes and your your um, you know your little Walter man, your 
they are going to be dependent on their ability to create relationships, yeah. on their ability to, to make eye contact. So when I when I think about like what what do I want to pass down to him, is is just to be able to connect with people. Yeah. And you know, look up, <laughs> look up. We're right here. Yeah. And like eyes eyes up, people. Not here. Yeah. To I mean, we could yeah. talk about why this is bad for your shoulders and how to like get into a proper position, but like when you're with people, be with them. Yeah, put your put your devices away, and I, you know, I think that's probably gonna be a really big challenge for us as parents coming up, or as anybody who's, who's a parent right now are already getting knows. rid of technology. Yeah, as the kids get older, that is for and, sure. And then you know, besides besides reading, you want to see. I don't. I think one thing that I'm gonna have a hard time with is. You know, did you win the game? What grade did you get on the test? We're we're so concentrated on results. Yeah. Like what what did you get? Well, I got an A. Awesome. Good for you. So now now you're rewarding. I got an A as a good thing. Mm. To to me, it's how how hard you study. You know, well, kind of hard, but I got an A. But I got an A. Yeah. Not not that's not, not going to cool. do it for me. That's no. not going to. You you won the game, but did you practice? Did you? They got a lucky goal. They got this. I think the biggest thing that you know, you know. So look people in the eye. Learn, be, be a good communicator. Be nice, but work hard. Yeah, work hard. Just work. Yeah, and, and that goes back to like you know, you know, for yourself, mm-hmm. and and you know, for for those of us, you know, yourself, like when you work hard, it feels good afterwards. Oh, absolutely. And that's that's one of the things we get we get to enjoy about this is like in the moment, it sucks really not like where you want to be it's like you know it's kind of miserable but the the sense of reward afterwards i think it, it levitates us all and it, and it raises you know raises your consciousness but it, it raises your abilities because now you're like you know what remember that workout we did is like 27 21 59 yeah that, that really sucked but it wasn't as bad as this yeah but it wasn't as bad as that. It's like you, you continue ra- raising your bar and i yeah. think if you teach you know, if you teach a kid if i mean the kids he's almost nine months old so we got a long way to go yeah. but if you if you teach somebody to work hard they understand what fulfillment is and then the next the next thing they go to they understand okay I can build the foundation right. yeah, build the foundation on top pyramid right so like as we because we're probably getting closer to time yeah. for stuff for go yeah. teach class and stuff um, there is a well, class after this there is a class after this core class yes core fit what would you say is is, is this the end goal, like fitness industry, or what is your like? What is the mean to your ends? What do you want to do when you grow up? Is that what do you want to do when you grow up? Yeah, I like leading people. Yeah, like a lot, and I and I I, I learned that or I, I realized that through through leading our our, our our community, our clients, and getting to coach them and getting to be in in charge of it. Brittany's like. You just love to be in charge. You just love to tell people what to do. I'm like, well, I, I don't, I don't think I'll be uh, effective if I'm just telling people what to do. Yeah. I think I'll be more effective if I, if I can help people or help provide reasons for why somebody wants to do something. Yeah. So I think that's what we've done in the gym. Is like, you know what? You, you don't want to ride this bike right now. I get that. Here's why it's really good for you. Yeah. And and so you're getting people to to act from within instead of just us us forcing it on them. So, you know, as I look forward, we've got a long way to go with this. 
we got a long, long way to go. Develop developing talent. I want I want this to be a place where where the best want to come and train and 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 then help others. And I think we're really lucky in, in where we started geographically. We've just got a really good close knit group of people around us. Much of, most of our clients live within two miles. We so live within within like four hundred. Yeah, less than two miles. <laughs> like, like like right there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So so crazy lucky in that regard. But it's it's the it's the interaction outside the community. People, you know, it's it, what get, makes it sticky is you see each other in the grocery store. Your kids have games together and whatnot. But you know what what we need to do is take what we're have what we're creating here, mm-hmm. and then and take a little biopsy of it, and then and then transplant it over here. So I think you know as we develop coaches, as we develop our program, our processes, it's it's. It's moving north and south, yeah. and, and and opening up, you know, more more avenues to help more people. And, and for my my for my mindset is is not so much how many clients you get, but I want to like how many how many coaches can we have? How many people can I get to like work their dream job and make a really good living and like help a bunch of people? So yeah. I think you know my, my goal is to kind of to lead people and and to help them take care of others because I know how much joy it's brought to me and I want others to have, have that opportunity and, and make a really good living while doing it. And then and then uh, and, you know who knows? Yeah. I, and I think sky's the limit. Sky's the limit. I think what what I tell what I tell our, our coaching staff is you're you get to practice public speaking every freaking day. Yeah. And there's not many other careers where you get to get in front of a group of thirty people and and practice like following a script, giving a presentation literally every day, every day. And so, it's a different presentation every day. Yeah. So yeah. You know, I, I think the, the fitness business is a good launching point for us to, to learn how to create an organization, to take care of our clients, to, to take care of our, you know, everybody that's on staff. And then, you know, as other business opportunities come up, I think we take what works here Right, and then grow out. So I think we have a, a good model for how to get people really healthy. So if you look at, you know, if we started another company from here, this is our wellness program. Yeah. So it's like you want to you want to work for whatever enterprise we're in. That like this is the wellness program. This is what we do, and here's how our culture operates, and it's been kind of proven a little bit. Yeah. And uh, you know, and then we apply it to whatever whatever's next. So I don't think this is it, but I think this still has a long, long way to go, and it, it'll provide a great avenue into it. What's next? Oh, absolutely. And I think, I mean, it's already provided a great avenue for me. Yeah. And I, like I've told you many times before and why this is number 700 of podcasts is because... 725. 725, yeah. It's because you know, I look at you more of a mentor than even a boss. And I think you project that to the rest of the coaches, right? which is why we can we can actually move forward. Yeah. And I think that's like a huge thing that like multiple other people can learn from is like, don't be a boss, be a mentor. I, I appreciate hearing that because I don't, yeah, I don't want to be like I don't want to be telling you what to do but in, you're you're saying that I've done things for you and I, I almost disagree all we're trying to do is provide an opportunity for people to do things yeah and and you know because I can't I can't force force you through anything you know you showed up they you know the rest of our staff shows up early on time motivated to be here I can't do that yeah like yeah, we can provide an environment that will that will promote that, but at the end of the day, it comes down to that individual to uh, to to do the work. Absolutely, cool. Well, I think I think that's like all the time that we got before we gotta go lift some hand sandbags and some seven sleds. twenty five. <laughs> that, that's number one. Absolutely, it's been, it's been a pleasure. That was, yeah, that was, that was a blast. That was a lot of fun. Thank Learned you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. It was, it was enjoyable. <laughs> we'll see you guys next time.